We've been talking a lot on this podcast about the greatest football player of all time, Lionel Messi, and his epic stateside move. Now you can join Messi as he embarks on his historic next chapter with Apple TV Plus's new documentary series, Messi Meets America. Follow along Messi's journey as he takes North America and Major League Soccer by storm, ushering in a new era with his inner Miami teammates. This series is streaming now only on Apple TV+. We are underway in Columbus, Ohio. The 2023 MLS Cup, the Eastern Conference champion Columbus crew hosting the Western Conference champs and the reigning MLS Cup champs, LAFC. Into a dangerous spot, Rossi, they want to Does the ball hit the chest of Palacios, then the hand? Oh boy, that is extremely close. Against Maxime Crepo, it's Cucho Hernandez. Impossible is an opinion. Just enjoy it. And this is what happened. This is unbelievable. unbelievable. It's amazing to think seven years, the city of Columbus didn't know if they would have a franchise anymore. They needed a facelift. They needed new ownership to come in. And they needed a manager to come in here and be brash, bold, and beautiful. None other like the Frenchman, Wilfred Nancy. How would you define success in 2023 for the Columbus crew? Um, Does it need to have a trophy at the end? No. No for me because... Um, at the end of the day, I believe the objective is to try to reach greatness. Can we be on the same page at the same moment? When we defend, the same. When we do the offensive or defensive transition, the same. And for me, is to try to reach that. And the fact that we're going to be able to reach that, we're going to maximize our chance to get a trophy. And the consequence is going to be the trophy or to win, for sure. I want to have trophy like everyone. But this is not my motivation. My motivation is how we do things every day and why we do what we do and how we can all the time challenge the player to, to, to be better and also challenge the player, uh, the person to be better also. This is, for me, this is the way I think. Tim, oftentimes I think us as a society, and it's okay, but success is only defined by trophies. And yet, 
I think that's difficult because then that means that's only one of 29 teams in Major League Soccer is successful. How do you define mm-hmm. success? That is a conversation, actually, that goes all the way up to ownership. Like, I can define it, but it has to reflect what our ownership and our fans want. It's MLS yep. Cup, it's playoffs, and getting that next star in our, above our crest. It's amazing, isn't it, to go back to our September episode and listen to the words of head coach Wilfred Nancy and President Tim Bezbachenko and how in different ways they sure made it sound like the trophy, the MLS Cup trophy that matter, was everything to both of them, but for different reasons. But to think Wilfred Nancy's first season with the Columbus crew ends with an MLS Cup trophy, he now becomes the first black head coach in MLS history to win MLS Cup, and they looked really, really good. Welcome back, everybody. It's Offside with me, Taylor Twelman. Today, I have a special quick episode coming off Saturday's MLS Cup final, an episode that will be our last until next season. It's been one hell of a season for yours truly, for Apple TV, for MLS, and it's been a hell of a ride because the great one, Lionel Messi, showed up in Major League Soccer and will be here in 2024. But I want to get back to last weekend's MLS Cup Final because I have two big takeaways from it. First and foremost, the biggest one of them all. This is the 28th MLS Cup Final, but the first one in a 10-year partnership with Apple TV. And it's amazing to me, having been this my 14th MLS Cup, both as a player and as a commentator, how many positive comments I got about the quality of the broadcast. I'm not talking about the announcers. I'm talking about the picture and the audio and the camera and the pregame and the postgame and just the access that in the first year, which we all can admit, this isn't propaganda, this is truth. Rome wasn't built in a day. But for what Apple TV and Major League Soccer did in their first year of this partnership, it's difficult to describe over 610 games broadcast to over 107 countries. So good on Apple TV. Good on Major League Soccer. You've laid the foundation, but more so, I can't wait for years to come. The second takeaway is this. Seven years ago, the Columbus crew didn't even know if they were going to be the Columbus crew. And the Haslam family, led by Jim and Dee, along with Dr. Edwards and his family, said, hang on a minute. We want to do something different. We're going to put over $350 million into the infrastructure, the training facility, the stadium. We're going to spend more money on players than the likes of LAFC with Cucho Hernandez and Diego Rossi being the frontliners. And we are going to win our second MLS Cup in the last four years. But the other part to that story is that there always was a second franchise in L.A., in Major League Soccer, but it didn't work the first time. And I don't think people give LAFC and their ownership group enough credit for saying, hang on a minute, we saw what happened previously, we're going to change it, and we're going to push Major League Soccer to new heights. They've only been in this league six years. And yet when I watched that final on Saturday and commentated on that final on Saturday, it almost felt like LAFC had been in this league for 28 years. That's a tribute to them, it's a tribute to their ownership group, their coaches, their front office, but it's more so a tribute to Major League Soccer understanding what went wrong and what went right. And I can tell you right now, no bullshit, this league 
is on the precipice of doing something that for the longest time we thought was possible, but now we can tangibly see it. So if the nine years build upon what I just witnessed in Columbus last weekend, my word, this league is going to be not only a league of the now, but a league of the future. If 2024's version of MLS Cup was anything of what I witnessed in Columbus, dear Lord. And so since it's the last time we'll speak this year, I wanted to do a little reflecting, but more so a lot of looking forward. In the spirit of the season, we are bringing you Old St. Taylor's 12 Days of Twelman, aka 12 stories that I'm excited to watch unfold in and around this league in the year to come. On the first day of Twelman, the return of League's Cup. The best attack in League's Cup has been the team in pink. Have fun, boys. You're playing with Lionel Messi and company. And guess what happens? 2023 League's Cup lit this world on fire, lit Major League Soccer, Liga Mekis, and North America on fire. Don Garber described League's Cup as an environment for strategic disruption to the tournament practices. And did 2023 do that more than ever? What will happen in 2024? Who will be the next Messi? What did you learn from watching the U.S. play Panama? Do you know you weren't on there on the bench, but what did you what did you see in that Panamanian team? Well, you know we know them well, um, and we know it's a competitive team. We know it's a well-coached team. We know they have some variations in their build-up that can keep you guessing with your pressure. But um, you know we'll be ready. Thank you so much, Craig. Thank you. On the second day of Twelman, speaking of 2024. Two international summer tournaments, Copa America and the European Championships. At the same time, for the first time in the history of the FIFA calendar, both the Copa America and the Euros will play at the same time, which means a beginning of a new relationship with the international breaks for Major League Soccer, but also the United States in Group C, Uruguay, Panama, Bolivia, with Messi, Brazil, Colombia, Peru, Ecuador, Venezuela, and everyone else in this country with Major League Soccer and League's Cup to follow right after that. Stuart Rodriguez juggles it to himself! Oh, oh a quick shot that Roman Berkey gets a piece of and sends over the frame! That's, that's impossible. Roman Berkey! Sniffing things out like those airport dogs did with my Uncle Gary's potato launcher. On the third day of Twelman, St. Louis City. Was it a fluke? Or was it a trend? They surprised everyone, including yours truly, that they finished number one in the Western Conference. They did it with a relentless direct style. But in 2024, will they surprise anyone? Mind you, their form after League's Cup, Edwin Leuven only had one goal since July 16th. Roman Berkey only had one clean sheet in the final 10 games of the regular season, and they lost four straight. Who will be their new DP? Will they even use their new DP? But more importantly, was St. Louis City a fluke or a trend? 100% privately financed. The New York City Football Club will pick up the tab for the stadium that will be right across the street from City Field. 
The team will also pay up to $4 million a year to lease this city-owned land. The team will not have to pay real estate taxes. And the whole deal makes ongoing talks to bring a casino here that much more enticing. On the fourth day of Twelman, what new stadiums will we get? The New England Revolution. They had a real opportunity in early November of 2023, yet it hit another stop in December of 2023. Can Robert Kraft, Jonathan Kraft, and their family get it over the hump? It is the best site, the best opportunity for the New England Revolution and Major League Soccer to have a footprint in downtown Boston. If they get that, top five markets in this league. Now, what will be the top market in this league and yes, I'm looking at you, Los Angeles, is if New York City gets Willits Point Stadium approved by the Queens Community Board. Every step's been positive. Every step in the right direction. Imagine Major League Soccer flying into LaGuardia and you're staring at a billion-dollar soccer-specific stadium right there in Queens. Good luck to the rest of the world in trying to follow that. On the fifth day of Twelman, Seattle, I'm looking right at you. The biggest offseason in Seattle Sounders history. Ladero is gone. Rui Diaz is done. What's next? This is unequivocally the most important offseason in Seattle Sounders Major League Soccer history. You've got Jordan Morris, Albert Rusnak, Christian Roldan, but who's going to be the new DP? Ladero leaves the Sounders with 231 appearances, 58 goals, 62 assists, and I'll argue with anyone the best player in Sounders history. But who's next? Almada goes for it. Diego Almada! That is world class! On the sixth day of Twelman, will Tiago Almada be in Atlanta come Christmas time or come opening day of Major League Soccer in 2024? Because he put in his Christmas wish. He wants to move to Spain or England now. Now, Almada leaves Atlanta potentially, after one of the best seasons in MLS history. 12 goals, 16 assists. But did they learn anything from Miguel Amarone or Pitti Martinez? In those departures, one was positive, one was negative. I think Thiago Almada will play in Copa America 2024 for Argentina as an Atlanta United player. Robinson leaves Busquets over to Jordi Alba. What a touch! Messi to his right. Keeps it on his left, of course. Oh, what a ball to Kamaski! To Messi! On the seventh day of Twoman, who will be the new Messi? And Busquets? And Jordi Alba? Will it be Griezmann, Modric, Lewandowski, Olivier Giroud, Alvaro Morata, Tomas Müller, Angel Di Maria? Or will it be all of them? Almada coming forward with Yakomakis and Lobjanice. Lobjanice! Yakomakis! On the eighth day of Twelman, which 2023 debutante has the potential to win the golden boot like Denis Bawanga, Yakomakis, Bupenza, or Leuven? You're out of your mind if you don't think I'm going to say Yakomakis. It's absolutely Yakomakis. 19 goals, and he was injured almost 30% of the season. However, the most similar in style to Bawanga is his Gabon teammate, 
Bupenza. Bupenza had six goals in only 13 appearances, including the playoffs. Keep an eye on FC Cincinnati's winger. John, congratulations on the appointment. What in the end was the driving force behind taking this job? Just the opportunity here in MLS, massive club, real football fan base, a stadium where we've had loads of great memories and a chance to get on the grass every day with players. I mean, coach's dream, really. On the ninth day of Twelman, can John Herdman save Toronto FC? I'll believe it when I see it. Toronto FC spent more than $25 million on their roster in 2023, and yet they won their third wooden spoon in their history. Bill Manning's promised accountability, but this is his third time in remaking Toronto FC as an MLS franchise. Will John Herman be that guy? Dean, three to aim for. On the 10th day of Twelman, which young homegrown player in Major League Soccer becomes an adult? Jack McGlynn, Diego Luna, Noel Buck, or Brian Gutierrez? I think all four of them do. But the responsibility is there for the taking because these teams need these guys. Philadelphia Union, if you want to remain one of the best in the East, Jack McGlynn has to be your guy. Diego Luna, with the Olympics in the horizon in 2024, Pablo Mastroianni must do best by Diego Luna. But more importantly, for RSL because I think a transfer fee may be coming. Speaking of transfer fees, I don't even know if No Buck is going to be in New England when 2024 kicks off. Every Premier League club thinks he can be a huge player in years to come. And for the Chicago Fire, you're all in on Brian Gutierrez. You re-signed him. I get it. I love it. But can he score goals in the final third and take that next step in his young career? Chicharito, Javier Hernandez, winning goal, 90th minute, liftoff on opening weekend for the Galaxy. On the 11th day of Twelman, Los Angeles, will the Grinch steal Christmas for the Galaxy again, or will the Elves show up for LAFC? Makeovers are needed for both teams. Who gets the best offseason gift? Which stars go where? Stars are going to be needed. The LA Galaxy, they've missed the playoffs five of the last seven seasons. No Chicharito and a new general manager. Across town, LAFC became the first team to lose three finals in a season. Will Carlos Vela play for them or another team? And will they use both designated player spots? Or will Boanga be gone? Pulls it back. We've already seen Morris pull the trigger once from distance. And on the 12th day of Twelman, what's next for Columbus? It is amazing to think new ownership comes in and you've won two of the last four MLS Cups. But it's not the fact that they won Cup. It's how they did it. They were rewarded for playing beautifully. They were rewarded for going for it, which is not always a tournament-winning approach. The second goal in the MLS Cup Final, one of the best goals you will ever see in MLS playoff history. And that was everything by which Wilford Nancy is about. Winning the ball in the final third, 11 straight passes, and then one of the best passes and finishes you will ever see. 
But the biggest talking point for 2024 is not going to be Wolf or Nancy. It's going to be about who's on the team. Is Cucho Hernandez still there? Is Patrick Schulte still there? Their recruitment has been so good. They've spent more money on their roster than LAFC did. How many people know that? So the key parts are young, Rossi, Schulte, Morris, Cucho, and yet all four of those players are going to be topics in the transfer window. Who's going to be on the roster on opening day as defending champion of MLS Cup? So there you have it. St. Taylor delivering again. I can promise you this time, that will be the only time I will ever be referenced as a saint. However, this season, amazing. It's amazing to think this will be my 13th season in the media. If you would ask me 13 years ago that I would still be talking to a microphone by myself, yeah, I probably would have believed it. And that means this is also the last time I'm going to be in your podcast feed for the year. I'm giving you a much-needed break along with the production crew. In a weird way, you guys can't hear them, but they're all cheering right now that they don't have to listen to me pontificate for a solid two months. So thank you for being on this ride with us. From the days when I was basically Messi's caddy, driver, coffee picker-upper, delivery man, whatever you want to say, to the last few weeks of MLS Cup, I appreciate you all being here with me along the ride. And I hope you'll be back when we return for the 2024 MLS season. Trust me, it's going to be insane. See you then. Offside with Taylor Twelman is a Major League Soccer podcast produced by Apple TV and Rain Delay Media. I want to thank our executive producers, Peter Moses and John Yales. John was our editor for every episode. Michael Janot was our engineer. He made everyone not sound like shit. Jonah Buchanan was our associate producer and researcher and wrote 95% of my thoughts. Iggy Monda organized all archival and was our researcher and produced some real good sound bites. Brian Decker composed our theme music. But I also wanted to give a special thanks to Kyle Wasserman at Apple Podcasts. Kyle came to me in February and said, you need to do a podcast. And I said, no, I'm not doing a podcast. And then he came to me in March, April, May, and then Messi signed. Then I listened to Kyle. And when you listen to Kyle, you get to have fun. You get to meet new people and you get to enjoy yourselves. But Kyle also worked with Major League Soccer and they came together and said, let's give this a run. And so that run, remember, we're going to be back right here on Apple Podcasts for MLS 2024 sooner than you think. We may have a special episode or two, especially a roast of me before next season. So stay tuned, follow, and listen right here on Apple Podcasts. That was a blast. Travis, Darren, Christian, go fuck yourself.